0: Hey y'all, welcome to Mind Over Matter, the podcast. If you are new here, my name is yayi CEO and founder of Mind Over Matter, LLC. This is a community that stands for promoting growth in all areas of life, growth and self-improvement, financially, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Um, I am back today with a continuation of Volume 5. I have been gone for nearly the entire summer um there has been so many crazy things happening for both mind over matter lc and my own personal brand myself as a model as a person as a student um there has just been so many life-altering things happening in the best way possible and so i had to take a step back from podcasting um which low-key broke my heart because i do love podcasting but it was definitely necessary so that I could come back, deliver, and give you guys what you deserve as far as content and the information that I like to give to my Mind Over Matter community. You guys, I'm back today, and if you listen to my first episode of Volume 5, Let's Unpack, we are dedicating this entire volume to unpacking trauma, unpacking our minds, understanding the total foundation for exactly how we want to grow and why we've stunted our growth for so long. I started that volume, but I never made another episode afterwards. And so I'm here today because I am diving into this volume, head on, like full on diving into it, all gas, no breaks. Um, I am actually relocating this semester For an opportunity that I received over the summer and I will have so much more time to myself to unpack for myself, um, which means I feel like the podcast episodes are going to be better. Without further ado, today's episode is all about unconditionality. Now, a lot of people may not even know what that is. Actually, let me pull up the definition of unconditionality while I'm sitting here. The definition of unconditionality is without conditions or limitations, absolute, demanded, unconditional, surrender. I define the word unconditionality because in this episode, I want to unpack unconditional love. And everyone says they love somebody unconditionally, and most of the time it's not even true. i am be honest. A lot of times we don't love as unconditionally as we think. To love without limitations, to love absolutely, regardless, to love with no conditions, and to love someone for exactly who they are is probably one of the most difficult things that I've tried to dedicate my life to. I take pride in being someone who tries their best, and I can't say I do it all the time. I am by no means perfect, but I do truly and honestly try my best to love the people that I love without conditions. For example, growing up, and I'm sure it's not with intention, I've always felt like I was loved for what I could do, for cleaning in the house. I felt more loved when I cleaned up the house. I felt more loved when I had good grades. I felt more loved when I was able to show love to someone else. But I never felt like I was completely and utterly loved for exactly who I was without anything that I could do, should do, or wanted to do. Um, I always felt like I was loved for things that I did or things that I said, but never for just being myself unapologetically. And with this, I carried this throughout my entire life. This turned into trauma that I later had to unpack on my own and understand that, number one, that's not the intention of anybody from my childhood to make me feel that way, Um, but that... It was a consciousness that came with it in which I was able to say, hey, well, if this is how I felt, then let me go out of my way to make sure I'm not making anybody else feel this way. I think the first environment that you should experience unconditional love in is your family. Um, Obviously, a lot of people say, you know, their family, you love your mom, your dad unconditionally. But do you, do you think you would honestly love your family members, your parents, your siblings, if they, were not, if they were not doing for you, if they were not caring for you, if they were not taking care of you, et cetera? Someone that I would definitely admit that I struggle with loving unconditionally is my father. Um, my father has always been absent my entire life. Um, kind of just in and out though we are in contact like we have each other's number um, I know you know where he lives and things like that we don't really talk very often in my adult life which I'm totally okay with because it, it just comes with the territory at this point but I had to really check myself and understand that I was not the way that I want to love everyone in my life unconditionally I was not loving him unconditionally I was not loving him as much as I love my mother because he wasn't there for me, because he wasn't a great dad to me, um, because he was to me, he was just a father biologically, but never my dad. And so with that, I took the unconditional love out of that equation every time. And and even in that situation, though, it's totally understandable why you wouldn't want to love someone unconditionally in that sense but it's not as easy to put that ego and that pride to the side and operate out of your out of pure love um, to love them anyway to love them regardless of all of the hardships that you've been through with them of all of the trauma that you've been through with them Um, and that's that's not easy to do that's not easy to unpack and so that's why I'm here talking about it because I don't think people realize the importance of really being hyper aware of unconditional love and conditionalities and things like that. I'm going to say this. I want you guys to really take a step back. And I just touched on family so far, right? This is, again, this is carried into my entire adult life with my friends, my dating life, um, my work life, all of that, right? I always felt like I needed to prove myself um in the sense that I was valued based on condition in my entire life. Um, I want to challenge everybody to kind of take a step back and analyze and maybe write it down. um, Exactly how you feel like you could love your family members, for example, more unconditionally than you do right now. Would you love your mother the same if she didn't take care of you all of your life? Would you love your siblings the same if they didn't live in the same household as you? How unconditionally do you actually love them? I really think that these are things that you should think about. Do you actually love this person unconditionally or do you love them for how they make you feel or how they treat you? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's definitely a whole nother ball game when you're thinking in terms of unconditionality. Now, I like to also question, again, I, I brought this problem of i I brought this unpacking of unconditional love trauma into my adult life like this is this is real this is honest this is open this is a space it's a it's a safe space for us for all of us together and i feel like if i'm being the most vulnerable version of myself then that's what matters in helping other people do the same in the outside world um i had to question what love is to me love to me truly and honestly comes with no conditions i think that love is a choice um and so when i think of love i immediately go to unconditional love because i don't want to love anyone because just because of how they make me feel because those feelings go away for example and i'm not just speaking on like my dating life because that is extremely important there but also, like, familiar wise like, with my family. If, for example, my brother pisses me off, I have to still make the choice to say, I love you anyway. He may piss me off to where, like, I, I've, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I have a cousin that I used to fight every time I saw him. Like, we're, we're super cool now. Like, he's my guy. That's, like, my best friend. But he's my cousin. We're super close in age. He's also in college. Like, we're the same age type. But every time I saw him, we were banging. Like, full out, full throttle fighting. Like, I've pulled out his dreads before. Like, he's pulled out my braids. Like, straight banging, like, as children. And there was a point in time that I'm pretty sure I've probably told him I hate him on more than one accord. On more than one occasion. But... As I grew older, I had to understand that I had to make the choice to, number one, stop fighting this man because he's getting stronger (laughs) and he's a man now. Um, But to also make the choice to love my cousin, regardless of how he made me feel back in the past, because even though, you know, it takes two to tango, that fighting used to hurt my feelings. I'm not a fighter. Like I'm not someone who likes to fight. I'm gonna do it if I have to but that fighting used to upset me, used to hurt my feelings, especially because I always felt like when I was younger, he was taking my brother away from me sometimes, but I didn't understand a lot of the things that I understand now, so I immediately had to make the choice as I got older to love him anyway, regardless of our head bumping in the past childhood, and of course, that's the childhood into adulthood, like, It's a total different level of maturity attached to it. But that was merely just an example, right? And in regards to, like, my relationships, I was in one long-term relationship, one serious long-term relationship. I truly and honestly feel like that was the first time I ever made a choice to love someone unconditionally. And not loving them in the way that was toxic or hurting. But even till this day, I make the choice to love that person regardless of how we ended. And not saying that if he ever came back this way, we would be together. But again, love is a choice. And love doesn't always mean that you'll allow. So love does not equal allowance. Love does not equal tolerance. But it does equal your heart in a space that doesn't operate out of ego. And so... With that, I had to really turn around and understand that when I was loving that person with limitations, this was a defense mechanism just so I wouldn't get hurt. And so, honestly... When you are loving unconditionally, believe me, you are putting your heart on the line. But again, this does not make way for allowance. This doesn't mean that you have to allow anything that you just can't go for. This doesn't mean that you have to break your boundaries. And this doesn't mean that you have to tolerate things from somebody who is hurting you or being toxic. Because those things happen. But honestly, the conditionality of love that you come up on as a child even... It just goes to show how much it affects your friendships and your relationships in your adulthood. And I'm really learning this as a young adult. And my friendships, I really value, I really value my friendships, period. Um, I love my friends. And so it kind of hurts me, not kind of, it really does hurt me when I feel like I have to cut somebody out of my life. That really hurts my feelings. Like, and I know, like, if you know me personally, I'm actually very, like, I don't like to call myself nonchalant because I have really big I'm very dramatic and (laughs) I have big emotions and people know that. But I'm very like mellow. I don't really like confrontation. I'm not a problematic person. And if I cut somebody out of my life, they know it. I know it. And I just kind of do it in a way. It's like, well, let's just let this go type. But that it honestly hurts my feelings to have to do that. Now, I know that everybody here is for a season. I'm sorry, everybody is pretty much here for a season or for a reason. Um, But I really learned about the conditionality of love in my friendships even. um, And how it affects my friendships when (laughs) I met, honestly, my God-given friend. Like, I talk about her all the time. She's been on the podcast, um, I think twice now. She can grind my gears better than anybody I know probably at this point. Um, and it's probably now because we've lived together for the past year and a half and I love her anyway. Like regardless, we, we bump heads all day, every day, y'all. That's about all we do is be at each other's necks. But regardless, we still both make the choice to love each other and because of exactly who we are and not because of what we can do for each other. I hope this makes sense to y'all because, Y'all, I'm in it right now. Like, I'm I'm really just speaking, speaking, speaking and unpacking with y'all. Like, I don't want this to be an unpacking journey. I don't want to talk at anybody. I honest want I honestly want this to be a space where we are just going through the motions together. Like, whether you are a young adult, a teenager, a child even listening to this, you can learn something from this and you can take it and put it full-fledged into your own life, I believe. And so... Back to what I was saying about my friendships, that that's merely an example. Like, I have a couple of friendships that I feel the same way about. But J-Mo, again, like, that's my God-given friend, I'm convinced, because she teaches me every single day to love unconditionally. And I make the choice to love her because I truly, honestly love her. Like, she's awesome. She's, like, my kind of person for sure. Um, but, again, love is a choice. And so when I make that choice every single day, I'm convinced that God placed this person in my life and God places everyone in your life, but God placed this person in my life just to teach me a little bit better how to love unconditionally and how to understand that, hey, this is not a person this person you shouldn't love them for what they do or what they don't do or whatever the case may be because everyone is going through the motions of life the same way. Everyone is operating and trying to break their ego, trying to become a better version of themselves every day. Who are you to even love somebody just based on what they can or cannot do? I think that is very egotistical. And I really try to go out of my way these days to not operate out of my ego and to truly just move with love and be love. I saw a post the other day. I know I'm all over the place right now, but it just makes me really think and unpack, um, like I said in the last episode. But I saw this post on Instagram the other day. Um, And it said, I want to be loved. And I thought it was the most beautiful thing because that is literally the way to describe how I want to affect the people that I come across. Whether I met you for three seconds or three years, I really want to be able to leave. Not even, I don't have to leave like a remarkable mark. But even if I was able to just smile at you that day. Um, and make you feel a little lighter in your heart, bring love to your spirit, then that is the type of, that's the type of love that I value. And I think that is unconditional love. I could even take it so far as to talk about my brother's murders. Um, it took me a long time, y'all, to forgive them, um, because they were caught, like, maybe days, they, people knew who they were, like, the, the police caught them and everything, maybe days, a week, a couple weeks after my brother passed away. It was ridiculous, actually, because I'm like, who the hell are these men? They're way too young to even be around my brother, so this was just senseless acts, right? So, immediately, I'm pissed off, like, I was pissed at everyone. I was pissed at my brother for passing away, like, that was the trauma really attached to that situation to where I was so upset at the world that I was upset with my brother for passing away. Like, why did you leave me here? You get what I'm saying? So I think that I, I am learning unconditional love because I was able to forgive them. And I was able to feel for their family members even. And to be in that space, I think that is a sense of growth that nobody can take away from me at this point so I really really hope that truly sitting down and unpacking trauma unpacking what your definition of love is unpacking your definition of unconditionality that truly honestly helps people grow in ways that it's not even people don't even see it um a lot of times and so I think that it was important to touch on it today I really really do The last thing that I want to talk about in regards to unconditionality is the traumas that attach themselves to being loved with conditions all of your life or feeling like you've been loved with conditions all of your life. Going back to what I said earlier in the episode, I've always felt like I was valued and loved based on what I could do, based on my skills, based on what I could say, how I could could bring something to the table and not just for who I am um, and not just for being here. This really stemmed my lack of being myself in a lot of ways. So I I suffered from imposter syndrome for a very long time. And so once I got to high school, I kind of figured out, hey, like being yourself unapologetically gets you so far. And believe it or not, guys, like it's crazy that I'm even saying this because I was on the phone with the president of my high school yesterday. She's like, we're tight. We're, We're tight. I love her so much. But we were on the phone yesterday, and she literally told me um, in congratulations about an opportunity that I received. She said that you all you have to ever do is be yourself. Being yourself has gotten you so far in life, and you've never realized it. And so when she told me that, I immediately even thought of this episode. I'm like, I haven't even recorded the episode yet. Like <laughs> Everything's kind of just playing together but again i suffer from major imposter syndrome for so long just because i feel like being myself wasn't enough to be loved unconditionally and that's the honest to god truth i really want you guys to sit back and think is this the case for me like do i suffer from imposter syndrome do i act different around different people just to be valued in a different light or am i myself unapologetically in every setting with everybody And be honest with yourself. Like, I think the most important part of trying to unpack anything in your life is to be totally open and honest with yourself. Because by all means, we are not perfect. We are not always right. We are not always the best versions of ourselves. But the goal is to strive to be there. And so when you operate out of your ego, that is also you. That also looks like you not being honest with yourself and having these mental conversations. Going back to the trauma attached to unconditionality, another major thing that happened for me in my life when it came to trying to navigate being loved or feeling loved or just being um, was perfectionism. And to this day, I feel like I still struggle with perfectionism. I feel like I always have to have it together um, and in my head, and this is kind of me, I would even say now until this day, and just to show you guys, I'm not by any means perfect. Like this is kind of me operating my ego. When I say I have to have it all together because no one else will have it together for me. I only say this and it's true. That is true. That's a true statement, but that's something I say all the time. And I think that that is low key me operating in my ego and only because it takes away a sense of vulnerability. It's okay for me to not always have it together. That's the reality of it, that's the truth. It's okay for me to not always have it together. It's totally okay for me to not be the perfect version of myself that everyone else thinks they see. I think it's important to even showcase that because it goes to show, hey, I don't think I'm perfect. I don't think that you should think I'm perfect. I'm just myself. And so I think the most important part of that um in learning that I had perfectionism was to learn how to live and be myself unapologetically. I stopped feeling like I needed to dress up every time I walked out the house. I stopped feeling like I needed to do my edges every time I walked out the house, like keeping up with my appearance 110%. Especially now they're like that's low key my career. That's my that's my job. Like I have to do this now. <laughs> I kind of want to chill. Like, I want to wear sweats. I want to wear sweats to fry chicken Wednesday or to class and just walk back to my room when I feel like it. But perfectionism didn't allow me to do that. And I'm just going to be honest. And in a space where you always feel like you're in competition um, mentally. Um, just out in the world in the real world not saying in any particular space like college or a job but like in the real world you always feel like you're in competition you must know that you're only in competition with yourself and perfectionism is the one thing that will hold you back so my advice to you guys at the end of this episode is to really go back I honestly wrote it down but I would really just sit down with yourself have a mental conversation with yourself understand exactly what it feels like to you to be loved conditionally and unconditionally what love is to you if love is a choice to you then are you making the choice to love people the way you want to be loved i love you guys so so much and quite unconditionally (laughs) i will see you guys next week bye